Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Learner's Corner Podcast. This is a podcast for lifelong learners where we learn from anything and everything. My name is Caleb Mason. My name is not Caleb Mason. It's Todd Hicksonball, a.k.a. The Todd Father. And we have a great episode for you today. Today, we are looking back on what we learned in 2018. Did we learn anything in 2018? Well, I think I learned something. Did we? <laughs> All right. I kind of took a Todd, nap. Todd may not have learned anything, but... No, that's not totally true. I woke up for little pieces of it. Like, I woke up over the summertime, you know, got to get my beach bod ready. But there you go. Also, we want to let you know, uh, in case you missed our episode from last week, last week we actually talked with a bunch of different people and asked them what they learned about in 2018. And so if you missed that episode, go back. Go back and check it out. Check it out. By the way, that's why you should also subscribe to the podcast. That way you don't ever, ever miss it. All you have to do is click the little subscribe button in iTunes or Google Play, wherever you get your podcast from. Click on that little subscribe button. You'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, you're already there. You're already doing the thing. Why not just also leave a rating and write a review? Only a five-star review, please. Because, you know, I like to be bougie like that. But leave a rating, write a review. When you do that, it helps us out a lot at the podcast. Boosts our ratings. And it also just... Why wouldn't you just do that if you're enjoying listening to the podcast every week? I just don't understand. And literally, it can take you 30 seconds. Do it. That's it. Now, as... I almost started singing Bad and Bougie. <laughs> now, as we mentioned, today we are going to look back and reflect on what we learned in 2018. So, here's what we learned. Okay, Todd. What? Let's start off with, what are, what are some things that you learned? And we, we, we're just going to give a, click dis, a quick disclaimer. Um, we are going to nerd out during this time and geek out about everything that we learned from all sorts of different things. Um, but we figured we'd just start with, you know, Todd, what are, what are some of the things that, um, that you've just learned because of life in 2018? Well, 2018 was a year of transition for me. Um, I left uh, my first job that I, that I had coming out of college. And I transitioned into a second job. It's, and, and you guys know that we both work in churches. And so I moved from a, a smaller church to a pretty big church. And, and so I, I grew up going to, to larger churches and all that. So that, that wasn't the new thing for me. But I did learn a lot about transitioning um, in life but also in work and how to do that well. And so that happened at the very beginning of the year. So I've really had a full year pretty much to be able to test that bad boy out. And so I've learned a couple things about transitioning. One, fast is slow, and slow is fast. As our good friend Kevin West would say. As our good friend Kevin West would say. And Kevin and I have sat and talked a whole heck of a lot as I was going through this transition. And, and what I mean by that is, I think, pretty obvious. The faster that you try to make something happen, the slower it actually takes, the longer it takes. Um, the other thing that I learned uh, about is that People is the currency. People is the currency. If I can earn trust and build relationships with people, I'm rich. If I just do the job nine to five well, poor. I need to be investing 80% of my time into 100% of the people that I'm close to at these jobs transition. So that was one of the major things for me. And I, it was something that I knew but I don't think I had fully grasped 
the why behind it and the total importance of it until I started this transition. And so people is currency. Not saying that people is tools or objects to be used, but your currency as you're going through these transitions are the relationships that you can build and how well you can help people to feel loved, needed, supported, and all of those things. And so we need to be spending, when we're going through transitions, whether it's in life or in a job or whatever you're doing, people is currency, build relationships, and do that. So that's some of the stuff I learned, I think, coming out of the transition. One of the things I've been learning in leadership a lot, a lot, is the importance, again, of people, but the importance of, of I don't want to say replacing yourself because that's, I'm not saying that because that's too cliche. But having having teams that you have built that function autonomously from you. I love whenever I hear that my team has had meetings that I wasn't present at. And I think it's important that we don't just throw groups of people together so that we can do more stuff. I think it's really important that we teach them how to think and how to work independently from my ideas, my leadership, and me having to be present and a part of it. And so in leadership, I, over the last year, so in my first year, you know, putting together that team, but then also going through things, working with them, and, and talking through how do we think about what we're doing instead of just what are we doing? Why are we doing it that way? And not me asking those questions, but teaching them to ask those questions so that I don't have to be in the room for them to meet to talk. Yeah. And I get that from Andy Stanley, by the way, who, who did this in a podcast episode where he's talking about how he, all the people he meets with and how he's perfectly comfortable with having everybody meet without him um, and just the importance of that. And, you know, and you could talk about this too, but even just being comfortable with them, who are, like the people who Whoever are them is, yeah. Yeah. Coming to a different conclusion than yes. you are, even if you're the leader. Because we always want the best idea to win. Yes. As, as the leader. Right. As the leader, you want the best idea always to win. There's a book by Patrick Lencioni called um, Death by Meeting. And there's another one that he did where um, he, anyways, he talks about, he talks about how to meet properly and how to debate properly. Mm-hmm. But he also wrote another book. Um, called the five dysfunctions of a team and in both of those i kind of use both of them in 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 tandem because in in uh this death by meeting he talks a lot about how meetings we get bogged down and we have to have consensus on everything and i think both books what they show and i reread both of them this year which i'll get to that later but in both of them, the thing that I kind of came out with is I need to be really okay with making sure that there's healthy conversation and debate around the issue so that we can get to the right solution. Yeah. And the right solution is, like you said, don't have to come from me. As a matter of fact, it's almost better if they don't come from me because buy-in is so much higher. Mm-hmm. When they don't come from me, when it's one of the, when it's one of the, the people in the group that comes up with it, <laughs> I've always found that buy-in is way higher. It's easier to convince people to get behind it. And that's not because I suck at what I do. It's because um, they came up with it. 
So I think those that's that's some stuff in leadership. I've learned a lot of stuff over over the last year. I, I have a couple of funny ones for you. Are you ready for this? I'm, I'm gonna, ready. This is Todd's top top funny things that he's learned this year. Um, but here 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 we go. I have a list in my head. Meek Mill and Drake are officially back together. They are. So recently on Meek Mill's new album, Championships, him and Drake, who, if you will remember two years ago, were beefing hardcore. Meek got out of jail, and they collaborated on a song on the album. It's dope. I learned that even if I hate you, I can still make money with you. Number two, I learned that taking a bunch of middle school kids to camp is awesome, but it also makes you gain five pounds and seriously consider start smoking. I learned that lesson. <laughs> you did it twice, though. So this guy went to camp with a group of middle schoolers and a group of high schoolers. What a crazy person. Back-to-back weeks, baby. Back-to-back, like Drake. Anyways, that was number two. That was a major, major funny thing, but a major thing that I learned. Number three, are you ready for this? Uh-huh. Just because you think something is one color does not mean that everybody thinks it's that color. You need to keep your friends close and your enemies closer because somebody's going to drop in your Snapchat those stupid pictures of the dress or the shoes or whatever it is, and it's going to fake your life out. You need to know who your real friends are because they would never do that to you. I must have stared at that stupid dress and those shoes for like, Freaking a long time. That is number three. Number four. You ready for this, Caleb? I'm ready. Number four thing that I have learned, just because you're a Cleveland sports fan and you think that you've got everything going on, doesn't mean anything because sometimes they take kings away, but they give you back princes. Baker Mayfield for life. Yeah, boy. Number five. (laughs) Are you ready for number five? I'm ready. My fifth thing, funny thing that I've learned this year is this. Just because two people get together in a relationship and they are deeply committed does not mean that one or the other will not break up with the other person and then write eight songs about it. Shout out Ariana Grande. Mic drop. Boom. Five funny things I've learned in 2018. There we go. Thank you for that, Todd. You're welcome. <laughs> he can't handle this right now. <laughs> he can't handle this right now. All right, Caleb. This, by the way, he's going to get out like three notebooks, and he's going to pontificate for the next 27 minutes. So I'm just preparing you for that. I'm about to ask him, what are the things that he has learned in 2018? So, Caleb, I'm going to throw this to you. What are some things that you've learned in 2018? Um, I think one, one of the You're things. from the first notebook. It goes is, um, is that change takes time. Change takes time. And it takes more time than you think it is, than you think that it does. Um, you know. And Todd, we've talked about this uh, for a while. You know, one of you know, you and I talk off microphone a lot. We do. 
one of the things um, I was part of a um, kind of a leadership development group, or some people call it a radical mentoring group, um, about two years ago. And one, so that wasn't 2018. No, <laughs> but I learned this lesson in 2018. There you go. Uh, so it happened about two years ago, and we were going through this book um, called uh, Draw the Circle. And one of the things Mark that, Patterson. Yep. One of the things that I had been praying for is that uh, is that the culture amongst uh, amongst our our family life team right. would change. Um, because it was just not healthy and you know we were just uh sitting around talking um literally and this was just in the fall of 2018 mm-hmm. and you know i uh i thought it's ch- it has changed and it really just made me reflect and think back how much how much i wanted to do such a quick thing how much i want change to be so quick and most of the time it isn't yep and that it takes time, and um, and that it's better than I could have imagined. Yep. And really, how it starts, <clears throat> it starts with, it just starts with one person, you know, um, you know, it really, it really just started with me, and uh, uh, you know, some of our friends, Brandon and Nate. Um, shout out to Brandon and Nate. Shout out to Brandon and Nate. Long-time listeners of the podcast. Uh, <clears throat> hey, by the way, Brandon listens every time on Tuesdays in the mornings. Shout out to Brandon. He listens to that bad boy <laughs> on his way to work. Shout he's out ar- to Brandon. He's already got that thing listened to. Nate, you need to step up your game. But it's just started with us meeting, and then from there it kind of expanded and just grew in. Um, a key part of that, I think, was just having fun. Being willing to have fun together, I think that is totally underestimated, totally overlooked. The importance of just having fun and enjoying being around each other. So that's one of the things I learned. Another thing I learned is don't avoid conflict. <laughs> and this is really tough for me um, because, especially the more stressed out I become, um, especially if it's a really stressful situation or I don't know how it's going to go, the more I want to avoid the conflict. Um, but what I've just learned is whether it's with a family member or a friend or whatever it is, that it's important for us to find out where we stand. And that even if the truth is ugly, it's better to to live with an ugly truth than I guess a than a beautiful lie or whatever you want to say. <laughs> Listen to you. Getting and deep. so we don't um, know what it's getting deep with, but and so just just being willing to talk about it. Um and that even if it's even if it's a hard conversation, um, just dealing with it, or even if it's a even if it's a no, I'd rather hear a no than to not hear anything at all, or I'd rather sure um, sure than to be blindsided um, from that, and uh, be just being willing to talk it out and just kind of find out where we stand, even if it's a hard truth, I'd rather deal with it. And then uh, just the last thing is, um, pay attention to and work on your character. Character, all, character over competency. All the time. Yeah. Um, and you and I have talked about that a lot this past year. Yeah. And I just feel like that um, that has just been so true and has just reverberated for me and just trying to figure out, uh, you know, kind of what that looks like and how I can continue to work on that through, you know, spending more time with people and just having real hard conversations, which I guess kind of goes back to the conflict. So Right. That's some of the stuff uh, 
That's some of the stuff that I learned this year. I love it. All right, we're going to move on to our next one. Now, Caleb. I'm going to really try not to go easy. Just go easy. You don't even want to see the notes that I have for this. I don't want to know why you have notes for this. But, guys, our next big one that we're – and girls. Why am I saying just guys? The next big one that we're going to do is – all right, this is embarrassing. We're going to do top podcasts first. What your top podcasts were that you listened to. And then next (laughs) – this is embarrassing. We're going to do top podcast episodes that have been impactful. And we're going to link to all this stuff in the show notes. So if you're like, hey – this podcast sounds interesting, or this book, or whatever it is. Check out our show notes. We'll link to all of the stuff. By the way, the, for, throughout this whole episode, anything that we mention that's something that can be linked to, Caleb is going to nerd about it, and he's going to spend 27 hours making sure everything's linked in the show notes. You just go in there. You can find it. Yeah, and here, let me, let me add a clarification. So if you're not uh, why why we did it this way. We, so for the top three podcasts, we decided – we listen to podcasts all the time. We start, we stop podcasts. So the criteria for our top podcast is yes, that, please. that we've had to listen to this podcast for at least six months. Yes. So so we can't just throw something out there that's just... That's the latest and greatest, whatever we think is yes. the most popular thing. We might have an honorable mention if it's if it's spectacular, but it ha- that would have to be spectacular. Yes. So... Todd, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I prefer to listen to you give you top three, Caleb. I'm I'm giving top three. three. I'm giving top three podcasts. Right. Okay. First one, uh, Kerry Newhoff Leadership Podcast. Okay. He has been bringing some fire. 2018, he has been on. He has been en fuego. Yep. yep. And I just, I'm just going to give you a taste. Here's some of my favorite episodes from this past year. One that he recently did with Craig Groeschel about handling the pain Ooh. that comes with life and leadership and all that stuff. Oh, yep. goodness, so good. Um, Patrick Lencioni, Andy Stanley, Erwin McManus, Daniel Strickland, Clay Scroggins, Cheryl Batchelder. How about the one that he did with Jenny and Levi Lusco? That one was really good. That, if you want to cry, oh, and, listen to that one. And the one to where he uh, he was interviewed. I'm trying to think yes, who interviewed it him. Yes, it was, um, hang on. Oh, Lord. I'm forgetting it, too. I mean, we'll, we'll look it up. Caleb and will have Boss this later. Camp. And Boss Camp. That's right. And oh, So gosh. good. And then the one at the very beginning of the year to where he talked with Craig Groeschel For as well. For an hour and a half? I know. That's, That's so like, good. whoa. I know. By the way, if you don't know who Craig Groeschel is, climb out from underneath of a rock. Go to the show notes and Climb out from under a rock and Google him. Okay. So, Todd, how about we go back and forth a little bit on this one? Tell me okay. what your next. That's, tell me what yours is. That's fair. And the, wait, I just gotta clarify. <laughs> this is just this is the just how I am. This is not in order. This is no, this no, is just top three. By the way, you're gonna tell there's a big difference between what Caleb listens to and what <laughs> I listen to. I like to think of myself as a ratchet queen. Well, let's be honest. You listen to the Carrie Newhoff Leadership Podcast too. Okay. Yes. So, mo- pretty much. All of the podcasts I think you're going to mention, I have either listened to at some point or I listened to. That is not the case, though, going the other way. You do not listen to the podcasts that I listen to. Okay, give it to me. What do you got? The Gary V Audio Experience. I, I haven't listened to it, but it is on my, my list. Let's, let's take a peek behind the curtain. 
It really. Why don't you? Why don't we explain our system? Well, just go for it. Okay. Just go for it. This is how this is how (laughs) geeky I am with podcasts. So I have all my podcasts. So I use the Overcast app. By the way, Overcast, if you want to give us a sponsorship, we'll take. So I have all of the podcasts that I normally listen to on Overcast, and um, I have. At this current moment, um, around 70 unlistened to um, different podcast episodes. But how many episodes or how many hours a day do you listen to a podcast? Oh, I don't know. At least a few. I listen on average between three and four hours. Now, if you're thinking that that's extreme, it is. And But that's not even the most. So I have my podcast on Overcast, and then I've determined that uh, – that once I get that number down low enough, then I have other podcasts on my Apple <laughs> podcast that I'm just saving so, in, just in case. So I want to clarify. I want to clarify so that everybody understands what he's saying. He uses Apple podcasts essentially as his wish list. Yes. Like on Amazon, how they have a wish list or how you can put stuff in the basket. Yes. He uses Apple podcasts like a wish list. Yes. And he just stores them there, so he so that way he doesn't forget them. Makes perfect sense. And then when he's ready, he 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 subscribes to it and puts it on Overcast so he can watch it. Yes, actually, I have to, to admit some. I have to I have to admit something to you. Yes, I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Gary V. I do the same thing. So okay, so the Gary V. Audio Experience. Now that's not to be confused with. Hashtag Ask Gary V Show, which is a video show that he puts out. We um actually he does that every day too. This is a daily podcast in which he takes content, and it's usually a mashup of a lot of different spots that he's spoken, but it centers around a topic. It's one of my very very favorite podcasts to listen to because and and they vary in length, so you can get a ten minute episode where it's literally just Gary screaming into a microphone about the fact that he heard some parent on Twitter say that Twitter was ruining their kid's mm-hmm. life. Or it could be an hour and a half where he, inter- where he interviews T-Pain. Like, you get a whole broad spectrum. Yeah. Now, I have a disclaimer for this. If curse words offend you, do not listen to this podcast. <laughs> Don't listen to it. There's your disclaimer. That's your disclaimer. However, if you're cool, if you're cool with it, listen to it, but listen to it on time and a half speed. This is my next level thing. This is, by the way, why we use, why we use, like, use Overcast. Because on Overcast, you can, you can really, yeah. you can get specific yeah. and nerdy. Apple Podcast, you can do, like, 1.5, 2. Yeah, but you, like, but you can do, we can do, like, 1.8 1. 1. on this Overcast. thing. And so you can get comfortable. Yes, I, Nate and Brandon right now are literally laughing. As they're listening to us talk about this, but Some, it's just true. We sometimes we might just need to do like an accelerated. How do we learn fast? How do we do stuff? Yeah, we need to do that. But anyways, Gary V, a couple of episodes for you to to, to pay attention to. It, I will give you a couple of these. Um, one of them is he does an episode where he talks with um T Pain, and in in this episode he's talking about where he got his web series that he did um video series he did called Trash Talk. And him and T Pain literally talk about how they want, they're going to go out and they're going to start garage sailing and flipping stuff, like putting it online and flipping it. 
And and actually, Gary went and did this. So Gary, this whole fall, has been doing this on Instagram stories and on Instagram TV, where he literally is going out, buying stuff at garage sales, putting it on, and selling it. And so he does that episode. It's episode 272 of the Ask Gary V Show. And <clears throat> he just puts some of the content on, on the Gary V Audio experience. He does another one where he interviews... Um, Daniel Snyder, and he talks about family business legacy and dead brands and how to take your business from being a mom and pop family legacy thing to the next thing. Unbelievable episode. It, it really, really was great. And then finally, he does a keynote in Sydney, Australia. He puts the audio up, and it's it's about how to stop caring what, about what other people think about you. He gets, he drops bombs in this, like straight bombs. And I really, really enjoy it. And again, we're just going to link to all that stuff in the show notes. So, okay. Ready for yep. number two, here's, Caleb? Here's my next one. What is it? My next one is the Bill Simmons podcast. Boom. And it has, um, Bill Simmons. Um, he, uh, he works for HBO. He started a company called The Ringer, um, which is kind of like a sports and culture yep. website. And he has his own uh, network of podcasts and stuff like that. And then he has his own podcast as well. And he talks about sports and stuff like that. And that's great. And that's interesting. Um, but the level of access that he has to different people is amazing. Like here, here's yes. some of his guest list over, you know, the last uh, over really 2018. Michael B. Jordan, Quavo mm -hmm. from Migos. Jonah Hill, Tiffany Haddish, Jason Tatum, Steph Curry, Ice Cube, and John David Washington, who is Denzel's son. He also he's also had Denzel on the podcast. Which Kyrie is unbelievable. Irving, Kyrie Irving, Ethan Hawke, Kevin Durant. He's had Kevin Durant on a few times. Brian Koppelman, Greta Gerwig. The real question is Lady did, Bird. The real question is though, did Kevin tweet about it from his real account or from one of his burner accounts? <laughs> but anyway, it's it's a great perspective if. Uh, he, like I said, he talks with a lot of people who have movies coming out or sports athletes, and it's just it's just great conversation, now, and it's one that I've really enjoyed listening now, to. Now, do you have a specific episode that you really would want people to direct people to, or is it just like listen to this episode, listen listen to this podcast? I would say it's just listen to this <clears throat> podcast. Um, one of the things that I did whenever I was catching up through it is I just looked through the podcast feed and went, okay, who are the interesting people that he's talked with? Um, because Obviously, some of the sports takes might be old, um, but the interviews are still great. And right. So that's what I would recommend. Love it. Love it. And, and I listen to the Bill Simmons podcast, too, by the way. That's one of those ones that I listen to as well. Oh, so you're back on the Bill Simmons podcast. I'm back on the Bill Simmons podcast. I, I have an interesting relationship with the Bill Simmons podcast where I listen, and then I stop, and then I start again. We all. We all. I have those podcasts. I don't know if everyone else. I just go through cycles, man. And I sometimes I start and then I stop. Okay. And Give us your next podcast. All right. The next one that I've got is the Tim Ferriss show. Dude. Yes. So the Tim Ferriss show, it cycles in and out every year of being the number one or number two most downloaded podcast in the world. Tim Ferriss, if you haven't checked out his stuff, his content in general, um, Tim Ferriss is unbelievable. He's the author of Tool of Titans. He's also the author of The Four Hour Work Week. He's Tribe the author of, of Tribe of Mentors, which <coughs> honorable mention. 
He has a, another podcast called Tribe of Mentors in which he kind of gives abbreviated shortened versions. It's very good if you don't want to read that 8,000-page book that he wrote <laughs> by the same name. Um, Tim Ferriss is unbelievable. But again, you were talking about access to people. Tim Ferriss is the, – the Tim Ferriss wait, show – Can I just, say, can I just please, say this real quick? Please say. He got LeBron James. And his trainer. That never happens. He got LeBron James, the person who only gives interviews once in a blue moon to anybody outside of a very small group of, of people. Yep. He got LeBron to come on the show. By the way, that was a recent episode, and it was unbelievable. But anyways, he, he has access to top, top performers from all different fields, all different walks of life. He sits them down, and he does long-form interviews. And if you don't know what long-form means, it just means they talk for a long time. Two, three hours sometimes. Now, I know that sounds like a long time. Turn that thing to, to two times speed. You'll get done in, in an, an hour, hour and a half. Yep. You'll be fine. But a couple of, couple of um, episodes to pay attention to just over the last year that I think you, you guys would love to, to listen to. Again. The LeBron James episode, it came out a couple weeks ago. It's, um, he interviews uh, LeBron James and then LeBron's trainer. Unbelievable episode. He does an interview with Doug McMillan. Again, another rare get. Doug McMillan, promote, for those of you who don't know, is the CEO of Walmart. By the way, Walmart is the number one Fortune 500 company. You know the, the list? Yep. It's number one. He does an episode where he debates Sam Harris. Caleb. Um, great. He does an episode where he interviews Seth Godin on how to say no and market like a professional. He does it. This is all just in the last yeah, six months even. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yep. And it goes on and on and on. Check out the Tim Ferriss show. You I, will not. I just got to say, I'm, I'm still catching up on the Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss show. Yeah. Otherwise, it might be one of mine, but it is currently not. And then my my last podcast that I want to recommend is, and I'll get into why. Um, but one of the podcasts that I've learned the most for <laughs> from and has shaped me the most, um, is the Dan Lovehart show. Okay, guys, he talks about this show every day. Caleb's day isn't complete. Unless he listens to this show. Yep. And I got to give a shout out to my brother, Jonathan Mason, for getting me hooked. Shout out to John. It's something that, uh, that honestly has bonded me and my two brothers. And then Because you guys talk about Nate, it all the who time. we were talking about earlier. Which is awesome. Um, but here, here's, here's how. And it's a, it's a sports uh, talk show on ESPN. But it's so much more um, than that. And here's, here's how I see that it shaped me. Is that. Um, there are really very many white people on the show. I mean, this is this is true a little bit for the Bill Simmons podcast. Um, he has a very diverse uh, group of people that he brings on, but um, just different perspectives of people and listening to them talk about sports and what's happening in the world and getting their takes and all of that stuff. And it has, uh, like, they they've talked about the Me Too movement before on it racism colin kaepernick all of that stuff and just listening to their opinions and listening to their experience i can just see how it has 
how it just shaped me and i didn't even intend for me to and i just gotta say it's also just an enjoyable listen i love listening <clears throat> to it as well they yeah they meander sometimes they do but i, I love it i i struggle with it Todd, it's it's one of the ones that i Todd, don't listen to that came you don't have to listen to it it's, it's, okay. it's one of the ones one of the ones all right I have my final podcast, and then, Caleb, I have top five honorable mentions. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to hit through the honorable mentions really quick. I got top five <laughs> honorable mentions where I will just list them off. Okay. My final podcast I have learned ridiculous amounts from. Caleb, can you guess what I'm about to say? The Joe Rogan Show. It's the Joe Rogan Experience, baby. J-R-E. For those of you who are wondering why you know the name Joe Rogan, yes, it's because he's the fear factor guy. But Joe is so much more than that. He's also a black belt in jiu-jitsu. He is a yeah, champion. He also hosts UFC. In taekwondo. And yes, he also is one of the, is the main commentator for all of the big UFC fights. Joe is unbelievable. I'm going to list off a couple of people who he's just had on just recently. Okay? Just a couple people. Not a big deal that he's had on recently. Jordan Peterson. Do you know him? I do. Yeah, he's that's had, on my 2019 book list. Yeah, he's had Jordan Peterson, Eric Eric Weinstein. You, no, you know Eric Weinstein. Well, the listeners do. Who is he? You gotta tell me. It doesn't matter. Eric, he he said he said Dale Earnhardt Jr. You know you know Dale Jr. Jr. Yeah, you know that band Jr. Jr. No, I don't. He has had on uh, Tyson Fury, who is a champion boxer. He's had on Roseanne Barr, the lady who got kicked off of. The, the Roseanne show from yes. saying some messed up stuff. Yeah, he's had her on. He's had just unbelievable guests the whole year. My, probably my favorite episode, and this is my final thing I will say, is the episode where he had Elon Musk on and they smoked weed together. 100%. Elon got in a lot of trouble. For Elon Musk got in so much trouble over know, that. I don't know if this was from this year. Um, but I did listen to the David Goggins one. Is that from earlier? It, so he's had David on a couple times. He actually just had David come back on. Okay, I didn't listen to that. You one. need to listen to I that. I listened one. to the first one. Oh my gosh, day. Dave! And by the way, if you guys haven't don't know anything about David Goggins, you need to listen to stuff with David Goggins. Okay, give us your. I got my top your, five your honorable top mentions. Five honorable mentions. Cue the music. Wolverine: The Long Night. It's a it's a it's a combo thing between Marvel and Stitcher that they did, uh-huh. where it's a story podcast. Unbelievable! Check it out. The Sims and Lefko podcast. If you are a sports, a football fan in particular, this is a great podcast by Bleacher Report. Check it out. They literally go through film and they talk about all the games and what's going on. Unbelievable show. The Learning Leader Show with Ryan Hawk. That's number three. This is a great podcast. They, he's interviewed actually a lot of some similar people to us who we've, we've talked with. Um, check check Ryan, that out. Ryan, come out on our show. Ryan, come on the show. You need to listen to A Greater Story with Sam Collier. Now, Sam is a friend of the podcast. 100% Sam, Sam. Sam was on last week's episode. Sam was on last week's episode. Sam is a friend of the podcast. All I have to say is he just did an interview about the new album that Reach yes. Records came out with, The Gift. That alone is worth listening. Go check it out. And then finally, this is my number five. This is number five. The Jocko Podcast. Jocko Willink has his own podcast. 
where he's just intense and talks about being uh, unbelievable. Go listen to the Jocko podcast. You will not regret it. I guarantee you. Those are my top five honorable mentions. I got one honorable mention that I've started listening to recently. Okay. I think we've both been on this unedited with Cameron. Stray. Oh Remember my that? Lord. Super good. So good. I haven't listened to it enough for it to make the list. I've listened to those podcasts. I just mentioned for months. That's, that's a, that's a peek behind the curtain. That's an up I'm and coming to right now. Okay. Unedited. Let's go, uh, top podcast episodes. Top podcast episode. Are you ready? I have my. I have. I have five. Okay, go for it. You ready for this? Yes. Joe Rogan at number five comes in with. Wait, wait, wait. So this is in order. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm doing mine in order. You don't have to. I'm doing I'm, mine in, okay. in order. I got this written down. Number five, Joe Rogan comes in strong with the Elon Musk episode in which him and Elon smoke weed together. It's unbelievable. I laughed so hard I cried while listening to this episode. Yes, I may have been driving while listening and crying, but I don't care. Number four, Tim Ferriss interviews LeBron James and his trainer. That comes in hot at number four. Number three, this is an old episode of Tim Ferriss, but it's an episode in which he interviews <clears throat> he interviews Joshua I, I, can't, I don't know how to say his name, if it's Waitzkin or Watskin or what it is, but it's spelled W-A-I-T-Z-K-I-N. He is a chess prodigy. He's known all over the world uh, as being the number searching one chess Bobby player. Searching for Bobby Fischer guy. Yes, the searching for Bobby Fischer guy. He interviewed him a couple years ago, but um, I went back and just recently re-listened to it. Unbelievable. That's my number three episode to listen to this year. At number two, I'm gonna put a story podcast just the whole thing in again wolverine the long night listen to that it's one episode caleb because it's one story <laughs> i'm cheating this is my list i can do whatever in the heck that i want and then finally finally this is one that i haven't that i didn't mention in my in my top ep, my top podcast but sam mm -hmm. harris's podcast him and jordan peterson debate they do it twice. I didn't know that. I'm going to have to check that out. Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson debate each other two different times. You need to listen to both episodes. Okay. Boom. So here's mine. Um, I'm going to – there's a there's a chunk of these podcasts, and these aren't in order. Um, I'm just better than Which him. I'm surprised because of the two of us. I figured I would have been the one who ranked. Um, I did it. So there, there's like a group, and they're all they're all in order. It's about a month stretch of this um, building a story brand podcast. Ooh, there's so four good. episodes recently that have just been so fire. By the way, it's, check out that podcast too. It's by Donald Miller. Yep. And so um, he interviewed Andy Stanley, who, if you've been listening to the show, we love learning from Andy. They had a conversation over two episodes about five questions that will make any talk clear and memorable. And then they also talked about how story can make you a better leader. And then on the very next episodes, Donald Miller talks with Ian Morgan Throne. Oh my! He's kind of an goodness. enneagram expert, and they talk about the do's and don'ts of leading each enneagram type and how the enneagram can make you a better leader. One of my favorite recent episodes I've listened to any podcast. Agree. So, one another uh, episode that I want to recommend is uh, an episode from Revisionist History, which is um, Malcolm Gladwell. Yes, such a good show. Oh, such a good show. Y'all need to listen to Revisionist History. 
It's super good. And like you said, it's from Malcolm Gladwell. He does kind of season podcasts. Yeah, so, so it's not a, a, like a weekly thing. It's a, he doesn't season, but we like season episodes. Yep. And one of the episodes I want to recommend is called Burden of Truth. Oh, yes. And it, he tackles yes. kind of the um, concussions yep. in football. And one of the lines um, that's just so powerful from it, and really kind of the premise behind it, is how much proof is proof enough to do something? Yep. And one of the lines from it is that sometimes proof is just another word for letting people suffer. Yep. So that's one. Another one is, um, and this one is a podcast from Ian Morgan Crone, Typology. And he did a couple oh, of episodes my, yes. with Claire Diaz Ortiz, um, who is a three on the Enneagram. And uh, just listening to their conversation, especially with, um, I have, uh, you know, kind of the three personality. Oh, you definitely do. Just listening to them talk and listening to her deal with all of that um, was really powerful for me. Another one I want to recommend is from the Tim Ferriss show. It's called How to Build Popular Podcasts and Blogs. And so he did this. He did this back in February. Yep. Unbelievable episode. And then my final one, um, and this goes back uh, to the Carrie Newhoff Leadership Podcast. But I feel like out of all the episodes, and Carrie has done a phenomenal job of all the, straight fire, of homie. All the episodes. I feel the one that you and I keep coming. Can you? Do you think you know what it is? We keep coming back to it each and every <clears> like at least. Is it the Craig week. episode? No. It's the Clay Scroggins episode. Oh, yes. About, yes. About. Um, yes. Not the one where he talks about how to lead when you're not in no. charge. Well, that was from 2017. Right. The second one that he did with him earlier this year where they talk about technology and, and, and numbers and digital. disruption. Oh. So. Use that. I use that episode all the time. I've actually had my volunteers listen to it. I sent that out. My leadership team has listened to that podcast. It's so good. So those are our podcasts that we were that mm. we've learned from in 2018. And if you're thinking, man, Todd's ratchet. He listens to all these these podcasts. With it's true. You're gonna li- you're, be honest. You're gonna go listen to them now. Okay. So next on the agenda is movies, TV, film. All right. Hit me with it. Okay. Here's here's one of mine. Beauty and the Beast. No, that's yours. One of mine is the movie Black Klansman. And yeah, I remember going to see it with uh, with my brother-in-law, Nate. Yep. Nate's getting a lot of shout-outs on the podcast. Today. Nate's getting all the shout-outs. Shout-out to Nate. And I remember just seeing it, and it's about, um, it's about a black man who infiltrates the Ku Klux Klan. And um, if you're wondering how that happens, you need to go see, Just go watch the movie. Go see the movie. But the social commentary on it is inc- it's strong. Is incredible. I finally powerful. went and saw it. I, I saw it a while, though, after you went and saw it. Well, even especially like the final five minutes of the movie is... It's powerful. Is super powerful. That's a film. I think um, my next one is something recent. And I got turned on to this by our guy, Brandon. Hostetler. Brandon, Brandon getting shout out to, shout out to Brandon. Um, this is a TV show, and it is uh, the, the TV show 13 Reasons Why. Hey. And I have learned so much about, um, and about how to deal with mental health and suicide, and even just to get like an accurate picture. And you know, Todd, 
we we were having a good conversation about it um, recently, and you said something that was just really powerful, at least from my perspective. And feel free to chime in here too. Um, yeah. That you asked you asked uh, some of the kids that you pastor what they thought about it. Yeah. So I. Um... If you're growing up listening to this and you're not necessarily in youth ministry or kind of in that atmosphere that that you know you're not plugged into that, you've probably heard really bad things about thirteen reasons why like I'm just going to be honest, you probably have grown ups are running with their hair on fire, screaming away from this this show and and you've been told everything you know it's promoting it's promoting you know suicide it's contributing directly to the suicide rate of 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 teenagers all this all this stuff and so i was like okay well that's good on grown-ups for having their own opinions and you're allowed to have your own opinion but i was just curious as to what students were thinking because students were watching this show and so i asked some of my kids not my not you know what i mean i work with students at a church and I started asking some of them what they what their thoughts were, and I got some of the most thoughtful answers I've ever heard. Uh, just a couple of of highlights, I guess, would be, you know, I had one uh, girl. She's sixteen, and she said, "I thought this was really smart." She said, "You know, it's not gonna doesn't make me want to go out and kill myself, but it definitely gives me empathy for people who are having bad days at school now." Mm-hmm. I thought that was, yep, unbelievable to hear that um you hope that she always has empathy but for her to say hey no i'm re- i realize that some people are having bad days at school and bad days at school can lead to this mm-hmm. um I, that was that was great i had one kid fly out so yeah it's, that's literally exactly what high school's like like you want to know what high school's like that's what high school's like that is that's high school that's how this this game works and so i it was it was fascinating that conversation um, and I've heard people say that if if you're gonna if you're gonna watch if you're gonna have your student watch the show, watch it with them. But every adult should watch it. Yep, is what I've heard people saying. Yep, I agree, um, and I have the same sentiments. So, so those are a little bit of the more um, I guess serious of nature. Um, here are some movies. Yeah, please let's get to yes. One black. Panther. Oh my lord. Yes. From just from What kind of forever? From from the representation to oh. the storytelling to to just the themes of the movie. Mm. Love it. Super powerful. And then uh my final one is Avengers Infinity War. As you can and tell. If you don't and if you're sitting there thinking there's no way you could learn anything from it. You were wrong. Mm. How? I, just, I remember sitting in the theater. I've been following. You, did, was this the one that you cried watching it? You did. This is the one where you cried at the end. You did. I remember this. I did. <laughs> Don't hate me for that. But it's, it's amazing when you look <laughs> at it. Is a com- is, and I don't want to get into necessarily uh, some DC. Well, actually, I'm willing to go there if you're willing to go there. But some some storytelling told over ten years and how they've built to this phenomenal moment for it, and it's absolutely amazing. All right, so I'm gonna be the real Christian in the room. 
I got five movies or TV shows that I think everybody needs to watch. Okay. Is Fireproof on there? Fireproof is not on there. Thank you, Caleb. need to take that one out. For the cultural reference. <laughs> no, I'm not editing that out. Fireproof. Saving the Giants? Five, okay. Sorry. Facing the Giants? <laughs> Saving the Giants is a completely different movie. That is a different movie. Um, no, I got five. Are you ready for this? I'm, I'm ready. Give it to All me. Right. Number five. I have the same one as you, Black Panther. Black Panther, um, <clears throat> I have a lot of African-American friends and, I, and a lot of friends who actually are from nations in Africa who said that that movie meant so much to them. It was unbelievable. Um, and it meant a lot to me. It meant a lot to me to, to, see, to see that, their reaction, un- unbelievable. Well, and it's, it's been great to see the reaction yeah. of studios yeah. in Hollywood. Yes, 100%. Now and seeing that uh, it's, people care about these movies and people care yeah. about representation. Yes. So that, that's number five. Yeah. That movie's unbelievable. You talked about it. I'm not going to go into detail. That's the only one, though, where we cross over. Okay. So I got four things now for you. Okay, let's go. To watch. Let's go. Number one, The Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom it has three seasons to it. It's set in ninth century England, and it's about the Saxons versus the Danes. You want to talk about Game of Thrones Part 2? That's basically what this is. Christians, stop yelling at me. It's a good show. It is, follows the story of a man named Uhtred, who was born a Saxon to a Saxon lord for his father, but was raised as a Dane who are like the barbarians. Unbelievable. Probably the best videography I've ever seen in a show. Unbelievable. Um, the sets, the, the costume, eh, unbelievable. Go watch The Last Kingdom. That's number four. Actually, can I, can I oh, for the love throw of Moses, something? What? Actually, I'll let you go, and I'll throw mine in at the end, just in case we have, we're thinking of the same thing. I just thought of one. All right. Number three. By the way, you could see The Last Kingdom on Netflix. Number three, Frontier. Frontier is set in the 18th century before the Revolutionary War in America. Jason Momoa is the star in this show, and he plays a frontiersman who is part of a band of people who are basically pelt hunters. I mean, this is what they do. They 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 hunt they get the they buy the pelts whatever and they're facing a major european english french conglomerate that also are people who who they buy and sell pelts and it's unbelievable again game of thrones part 3 with everything that goes with that however christians lots of amazing history in this show. I'm not kidding. There's, the history is unbelievable to watch. Again, videography, unbelievable. Jason Momoa plays his part beautifully. <clears throat> I love the supporting actors and actresses that are in this show. Strong performances across the board. Go watch it. It's called Frontier. It's on Netflix. Number two, Nightfall. 
Nightfall. Nightfall is a show about the Knights Templar. Mm. It's set in 12, it's set in 13th century France, and it's about their quest to gain back the Holy Grail. What okay, I'm interested in this one. What network is it on? This is on this is on Netflix. This is on Netflix. Did it just did it come out recently? It's just it's a recent show. Okay. It's come out recently. Unbelievable. It's in its first season. It's already been renewed for a second season. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome show. Love it. Um, lots of court intrigue, right? So the Templars are in with the, with the French court. Just, I love it. It's so good. It is so, so good. Nightfall. Catch it on Netflix. I think it's like 10 or 12 episodes long, which doesn't seem like a lot. But I will tell you, each episode is over an hour long. So be prepared. Lots of great content. Great show. Lots of well-known actors and actresses actually play in this one. So okay. um, actually, I got one for you. Jeremy Renner is the executive producer. Whoa. Jeremy okay. Renner is the executive producer. And give us number one. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. Designated Survivor. All right. This is a show that's a couple years old, but it's still going. Kiefer Sutherland. For those of you who don't know about the show, Kiefer Sutherland. Donald Sutherland's son is the, the, the main, the main character and he plays the 12th in line person to become president of the United States. If a catastrophe were to occur. Can I, wait, can I guess <clears throat> a catastrophe occurs? A catastrophe occurs. All I'm going to say is Caleb, what would you do if during the state of the union address, when all of the most important senators, Congress people, everybody's in the same place and it gets blown up, what would happen? That's this show. You have to see it. Love, love, love this show. I have a couple of honorable mentions for you that didn't make my top five, but they're still great. Wait, so what did great. you, what, what's something you learned from Designated Survivor? Oh, Designated Survivor? Are you kidding me? So many things. So many things. Okay, Caleb. I'm, I'm, it's, not a, it's not a question of critique. Would it's states question- be allowed to just leave if there was no more government? Could a state just become its own country? Who would be there to stop them? Nobody. Now what are you going to do? Uh, again, not a criticism. Just Leader, asking. In terms of leadership, in terms of leadership, this is probably the one that's, in, that's been the most influential with this show for me is leadership. Okay. You have one person who's, who is a, part, a member of the House of Representatives. That's it for Congress. What are you going to do? Well, you have to get really good at building relationships and using teams. Great. Okay. Check it out. Designated Survivor. I have two honorable mentions. Okay, Are you go. ready for them? And I'm going to tell you mine. Number one, though it came out at the end of last year. Do you know what it is? Give it to me. Hugh Jackman. Do you know it? Oh. <laughs> yes. What is it? Yes. What is it? The greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. All right, great. I've been listening to the, the soundtrack, watched the movie many, many times this past year. Have you so heard good. the remastered soundtrack with, like, big-name artists? Yes, I have. Okay, honorable mention number two. Honorable mention number two. This movie, y'all, so good. Or, sorry, not movie. Ha! Honorable mention number two. It's not a movie. It's a show, again. Medal of Honor. 
Medal of Honor follows the story of about 12 or 13 different Medal of Honor recipients, and it tells their story in detail. There's a couple of them that are still alive and that, you know, they're actually still alive, and it, they actually interview them at the end of each episode. You want to cry? Watch that show. If you're sensitive to language, don't watch it. But unbelievable. It's done by the, the same people who did uh, Band of Brothers mm-hmm. and also The Pacific, which was the spinoff of Band of Brothers. Guys and girls, go watch it. Okay. And I forgot to mention this earlier. Phenomenal movie. You learn a lot through it. A Star is Born. You learn how people deal with fame. You learn how people deal. Oh, with, yeah. Honestly, it's a lot of me- mental health as well and how how does someone affect how does someone uh deal with whenever their fame is fading yep how does someone deal with fame whenever they're in the middle of it how do you deal with fame whenever all of a sudden you go from nobody to being one of the most popular to somebody people? yeah absolutely incredible okay next thing what's our next thing todd what I'm so excited what have you stopped or started doing this year in 2018 that's helped you a lot I started drugs. I'm just kidding. Guys, I'm just kidding. I have started being incredibly intentional this year about how I read. Now, I'm going to go into depth in some other places for, with different content of going into more in depth of exactly how all this works. But this is one of the things I started to do. <clears throat> I have adopted the method where I will purchase a book first on Audible. And I will listen to it. If I find myself having to write a lot, like of notes, or marking things, or wanting to mark things, that's when I will then go and buy it on my iPad. And I will then read the book on my iPad. That's one of the things I've started. Okay. Another thing I've started this year, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Don't make fun of me. I'm not. I know I'm fat. I don't care. I've started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And I'll tell you this, I'm learning more about what I am and what I am not capable of doing physically, where I'm at and where I need to be just through the last couple of months of doing this, last two months of doing this. Dude, unbelievable. <clears throat> I mean, I, I, it's a fun sport and, and I'm just enjoying it so much. For those of you who don't, know, who don't know what it is, Google it. Things I've stopped doing, being your friend, number one. Number two, I have st- <laughs> Caleb's face when I said that was awesome. Number at real number one things I've stopped doing. Don't faint. I've cut way back on my caffeine con, con- uh, um, consumption over the last three months. Not totally gone. I'm drinking coffee right now, but I have cut it back to about either a cup and a half of coffee or one Starbucks refresher. Caleb knows my exact order from Starbucks. It's a venti strawberry SA refresher with no water and light ice. I've cut that back to a grande. So tell me what a grande. Whoa. Uh, <clears throat> so, see how surprised he was when he heard so that? Tell me how, how has that impacted you? It was horrible the first month. I felt terrible. I felt, I felt anxious. I, I, was, I felt terrible. And about after about a month, maybe five, six weeks, I had a lot of clarity. Like, I just I felt better, functioned better. Um, I wasn't 
I didn't have that crash in the afternoon nearly as bad. It would hit, but it wasn't bad. Nearly as bad as it was when I was drinking a bunch of coffee in the morning or just throughout the day. Guys, I used to drink almost, almost three pots of coffee a day. That, and Caleb can vouch. That is not an exaggeration. I really was drinking that much coffee in a day. I don't drink pop or soda for the, those of you who call it soda. I don't drink that stuff. I drank coffee, and it was bad. I feel, I feel so much better. I feel so much better. Okay, have you stopped anything else? Being your friend, I already said. No. Go. Yeah. Here's some stuff that I've started in 2018. I've started being more intentional with listening to voices of people who are other than white men. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that we've talked about a lot, um, is that I think our, our system, um, and whatever, whatever that is, um, whether it's um, easier access for people or whatever, just, just default, defaults to white men. Um, yep. And that means that their voices get a lot louder and you just have to be more intentional with seeking uh, voices of women, voices um, of people of, who come from different backgrounds, different skin colors, um, just, all, just all of that stuff. And I've had to be really intentional about um, whether it be podcasts or um, or books or documentaries or even movies and stuff like that. Just paying attention to that as well. Something else that I've started um, and I've uh, gotten really intentional about it this year is journaling. Is I would say at least um, it probably averages out that I journal at least every other day and just write down reflect on what happened yesterday, what I'm learning about, um, some of the scripture that I'm reading, and um, kind of what occurred throughout the day. And I'm uh, <coughs> looking back through it um, has been so great because it's allowed me to see here's how far that I've come, you know, that maybe I've been dealing with whatever this issue or challenge is for a while. Um, and that has just been encouraging too. Or that it's been, hey, I was dealing with this for a while and now I'm through it, that I've overcome it as well. Another thing that I've started, and uh, this might be for more, I need to be more intentional about in 2019, is uh, just counseling mm. um, and, and talking with some, like a professional who can actually help um, with, yep. with mental health, with even just daily life and struggles and relationships and all of that stuff. And we've talked about all that stuff personally yep. pretty much the whole year. Yeah. Yep. And then um, one other thing that we've started doing this year is my family has started having a family night. Every Tuesday night. Every Tuesday night. Don't try to call C. Mason. We, we get together and we just spend time together. We normally eat a meal. Sometimes we'll watch TV. Sometimes we'll just hang out and talk about life. But for me, that is so refreshing. And I love doing it. And I love being there. I'll be honest. I still send you prank, prank, gifs. And g- GIF or GIF? What are we doing? GIF or GIF? GIF. I, I send him some GIFs sometimes. But you're right. Yeah, that wasn't random at all. Okay. I do. On Tuesday nights, when, whenever it's no fly zone. Where we can't talk. That's we, what you were talking we about. We have to pretend like we don't even know each other. Yeah. And here is the, here's something that I've stopped doing in, uh, in 2018. Can't use my, you cannot use my joke. I've stopped reading books or listening to podcasts that I don't enjoy. 
for me. So so y'all, this was something that I would I would marvel at him. For he me, would literally yell about podcasts. For me, I am very much I can very t- I lean strong into being a completionist, which means that I want anything that I finish or anything that I start, I want to finish. And it led me to just wasting just a whole bunch of time. So now if I listen to a podcast and I'm not enjoying it, I'm deleting the episode. If there's a string of podcasts and I don't like it, I'm deleting the podcast. If I get through a book or if I start into a book and I don't like it, I stop doing that. And you didn't used to do that. No. At all. You would be reading a book and complaining to me about the book, about how you hated it. And you'd still read the whole book. Yep. He's crazy. And so I know. I've stopped that. Now, we're into maybe Todd's favorite segment that we're going to talk about. Are we doing music? Today we're going to talk, we're going to talk about music now. Oh, okay. Here we okay. go. Let me. You go first. I want me, you to go first. I'm, gonna get, I'm just going to. Because I'm going to get into the junk. Get out. I'm going to get into the junk. Wait, make way for the king in just a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so here's some of the music that I've really learned a lot from. Um, Sleeping at Last, a phenomenal band, has some yep. songs about the Enneagram. Yep. Um, and he has a podcast where he breaks down each of the songs and explains it. Who's and the guy that did that again? I forget. Sleeping at Last. There's a, there's a person. Yeah, Ryan O'Neal. That's Sleeping at Last. The, okay, thank you. And he goes into real detail about the lyrics, why he wrote this song, how he uh, had other people who were members of the Enneagram to uh to get into the song as well another thing is where i get most of my music from whenever i'm not listening to recommendations from the todd father is um we have uh some curriculum that we use for our church um which is from orange or the rethink group oh yeah yeah, and yeah. they come out with yeah. xp3 playlists yep. um for each of their series and it's really it's music that's relatively new and so I get a lot of my music recommendations from that. And then the other it's thing good stuff. is from the Release Radar playlist on Spotify. So good. And then um, some music that has just really impressed me this year is Andy Minio. Oh, yes. His whole project that he's doing and the rawness. And honestly. Honesty. Yeah. Honesty. honesty. Mm-hmm. And him being willing to um, just deal with the pushback and the criticism that yep. comes with talking about real life. So that's some of my music. I'm going to give it to you. So the reason why he's saying that is because, so for the majority of this year, I'm just going to drop this bomb. I'm going to drop this bomb. Um, I had about three hours a day that I was driving in the car. I had an hour and a half one-way commute for a very long time. And that that's a long time in the car. And so because of that, I, I've always loved music. I've always loved all sorts of different genres of music, all different types and styles, everything. But it really allowed me to have time to explore things. And so I have explored a lot of music in 2018. I'm going to give you three genres with three people slash albums to listen to you got this yeah let's go all right we're gonna go secular hip-hop first okay let's go (laughs) he's sitting over here waiting all right if you guys are not listening to migos if you guys are not listening to quavo who is a member of migos or takeoff or if you're not listening to the, the 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 migos group the people you should be 
Christians, I know, they say bad things. But their music's fire. You need to listen to a couple of things by Migos. Number one, you need to listen to their latest album, which is awesome. It is called Culture 2. Just go listen. Your children are probably listening to their songs. Yeah, and let's, before, uh, before you may be quick to criticize. Um, <clears throat> yes, we, tell them why I do this. Well, I was going to say, hip-hop has a far. Hip-hop, hip-hop's mainstream now. Well, it has far surpassed rock and roll as it's, the most popular yes, music. Yes, it's mainstream. Most of the people who mm-hmm. are in church, um, whether it's in Ohio or to Atlanta, where um where really the rap scene is really strong. Yep. They're listening they're listening to this music. And part of their story, yeah, I get it. You know, part of their music, you know, you may not like, but they're telling us they're telling a story. They're oh, expressing mm-hmm. their worldview on it. All right. With Quavo with, with Migos, yeah, you need to listen go. to Quavo. He came out with an album called Quavo Huncho. You need to go listen to it. The whole thing. In particular, listen to the songs Lamb Talk, Flip the Switch. And then Caleb's favorite from Migos is my third thing that you need to listen to with, me, with, with Migos. I introduced Caleb to Migos on a long road trip. And what's the song, Caleb? What's the song? Are you talking about Walk It Like I Talk It? I'm talking about Walk It Like I Talk It. You need to listen to Walk It Like I Talk It. The other person from secular hip-hop this year that I have really, really, really been enjoying has been a guy by the... The kids in the room are about to freak out because they all love him, too. Post Malone. Post Malone. Just... I'm not even going to go deep into Post Malone. Just everything he puts out is is great. Go listen to that. And then... Um, which I don't even... you know, I don't know if you categorize him as hip-hop or not, but... It's fine. Go listen to him. And then finally, my last, my last, what? You're like looking at me like you got to say something. Well, I thought you were getting ready to talk about Drake. <clears throat> well, my last one would be Drake. But now that you stole my thunder, I'm going to say Cardi B. Because sometimes you just need to listen to Cardi B. Um, go listen to anything by Cardi B. She's awesome. Let's move to what I like to call CHH, which is Christian hip hop. Caleb already has mentioned. Shout out to Skylar. Shout out to, to Skylar, who has been on this podcast. Um, Caleb already mentioned Andy Minio, so I'm not going to mention him again. A couple things that you need to listen to. You need to li- go right now and listen to The Gift by 116 by Reach Records. It's a Christmas out hip hop album. You need to go listen to it. It's unbelievable. Shout out to Reach Records and all the guys. Also, shout out to Sam Collier, who just had these guys on his podcast. Go and listen to that episode on the podcast. You need to listen to that. You need to listen to anything that comes out of a couple guys' mouths. You need to listen to anything that comes out of No Big Deal's mouth. All of his stuff is good. What Up RG, 1K Few, and who's your favorite? And and who's, who's the guy? Dude, Gavi's on fire right now. Gavi is on fire, but who's the other guy? Words played. Yes, sir. You need to listen to words played. Gavi, all of them. Just go check that out. 
Then, my final addition that I would just present to you as a gift. You need to go listen to Imagine Dragons' newest album. Because it is the most fire thing ever. Also, you need to listen to Eminem with his album that he came out with, Kamikaze. You need to listen to um, Machine Gun Kelly and, and the little beef that Machine Gun Kelly had with, with, with Eminem. Listen to, to their diss tracks. Just so many things. I got one more. I got one more. Please. And I think, I think you would agree with this. Please. Two. Actually, I got two. You're going to say Lauren Daigle. Two quick ones. You're going to say Lauren Daigle. First, Hill Song, Young and Free. Oh, yes. Changing the game. Oh, 100%. Second, Lauren Daigle. Just go listen to anything that Lauren Daigle sings. She could legit and, sing a menu. And we talk about this all the time. From Applebee's. Those two artists. Mm. There, and there's more. There's more. Voo Church. You could go view yes. Voo Church. You could Fresh Life Worship. You could do Mosaic MS. Changing the game. I, I mean, come on. Like, yeah. But those are, the, those are two albums from this year. Really, that's a lot of music from this year that we are talking about. Okay, Todd, here's the next thing. What, have, what has happened in culture that you've learned things from? Um, I'll, I'll go first. Okay, you go first because I have a couple things. Here is um here's and this is a fairly recent example um here's what i learned from jalen hurts who is the backup quarterback oh yeah we've uh, talked a lot about this last two weeks of alabama if you don't know uh jalen hurts i'll give you uh the quick story so at the beginning of 2018 the college football national championship is being played jalen hurts is a starting quarterback for alabama he plays against the georgia bulldogs and in Atlanta, and um, Georgia is overwhelming them. Jalen Hurts can't do anything. Jalen Hurts gets benched in the second half, and uh, the quarterback, Tua, comes in and leads the Crimson Tide to a national championship. Unbelievable. Jalen Hurts, they go through the offseason. Jalen Hurts stays at Alabama. Tua stays at Alabama. Tua is named the starter to open up the season. Jalen Hurts decides not to transfer. He decides, I'm going to stick with Alabama and do that. And we come to the SEC championship game. Which Great will, game. Which will determine who makes the playoff yep. for, the, for college football. And Alabama finds itself in the exact same stadium that they played the championship game at, playing against the Georgia Bulldogs. In the Benz. Tua is the starting quarterback. He gets hurt in the second half. Unbelievable. While Georgia is trailing. Or sorry, while Georgia is leading. Yeah, they're winning. Jalen Hurts comes in and leads the Crimson Tide to an SEC championship and to the college football. Now listen, Caleb and I, we are not Alabama. We hate Alabama. We're Ohio State fans. I was pulling for Georgia until... Jalen Hurts. And then Jalen Hurts comes in, and we both, for that brief time, we wanted him to win. And here's, here's the thing. What did you learn from that? I learned many, many things from it. I learned that loyalty is rewarded if you just wait long enough. Another thing I learned is you always got to be prepared. Always. Jalen didn't know that he was going to be coming oh. into the game. No idea. And then the other thing that I learned is um and i actually learned this after the press press conference 
Jalen Hurts was talking with Tim Tebow, and he said, I decided to stay at Alabama for more than football. Yep. I decided to stay here to finish my education. Yep. <clears throat> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to start it off with this, and I have five things again. Number five. Thank you, LeBron. Thank you. You showed all of us what it means to play the game the right way. And you came, and two years ago, you delivered a championship to Cleveland. And, and you left. LeBron left, and he's, he's in L.A. now. But what I learned was <clears throat> that moments matter, and they can pass, and we need to, we need to enjoy them while they're here. And, and so that was a big cultural thing for, for, I think, both of us just because of where we live. Yep. Um, so that was number five for me was just thank you, LeBron, for doing that. Number two. Number four. Number four. Shut up, Caleb. Whatever. Number four. Not all Twitter accounts are created equal, and some of them should be reality TV shows. I'm just going to leave that there, and I'm going to let you all just – Imagine what you will with that. Number three, I think cultural moments, I think it's huge, and I understand that outcomes were not what people would have them be. But in the last year, there were sit-down meetings with both the president, or whatever you want to call him, of North Korea and with the president of Russia. I think that that's pretty significant to happen in one year. I know that things have not turned out on all fronts the way that we want them to, but big moment this year to have those two things happen. Number two, people are finally starting to believe women when they say that something happened. Yep. One of the biggest commentaries, I think, of this last year is that women are being believed when they say something happened. Number one, I have read too many stories now, too many accounts to think anything else other than that white people need to step up in a lot of ways. Over and over again, things are happening <clears throat> that prove yep. it. We see shootings. We see all sorts of things. Yep. This isn't even... This goes, this is beyond things. It, the evidence is overwhelming. There's a problem. And, and that problem can be varying depending on where you live. And that's fine. But there's a problem. And especially as the church, we have a responsibility to respond to that with, with love. And I know that people would want me to say with truth and with love. But quite honestly, right now, what's needed is love. And the church has a responsibility to do that. So those would be things I've taken from culture over the last, over the last year. Okay. And Todd, it's time for, for the big our, one. our favorite books from 2018. All right. Well, I didn't read it all in 2018, so there's that. Your turn. You lie. 
What are you talking about? You just said that one of the things you started doing was reading and listening. All right. I have five books that you need to add to your list for 2019. You ready, Caleb? Number five. Number five. Seth Godin put out a book just recently called This is Marketing. You need to read that. Everybody needs to read that. If, number four, if the book has Brene Brown as the author on the cover, you need to read it. You need to read Daring. Greatly. You need to read all of them. Just If Brene Brown is the author, you need to read that book. You need to just do it. I read books, by the way. Wait, so which one are you recommending? She's written a lot of books. All of them. I, if I don't, dude, I do, but read Daring Greatly. If you want it at one recommendation, read Daring Greatly. Um, but I read books by authors. So like I'll find an author that I like and I'll read several of them. Like Seth Godin, whenever he, when he came out with This Is Marketing, um, I went through real quick and reread some of the books that he's written in the past that I read a long time ago. So I read books by authors. Like, I go by author. So Seth Godin, Brene Brown, This Is Marketing, Darren Greatly. Number three, Caleb J. Mason. We have a friend who put out a book this year. His name is Sam Collier. And what was his book called? Find Your Voice. Sam Collier. Shout out to Sam. Find Your Voice. Unbelievable book talking about how to find your voice in yes and we talked with them we talked with them earlier great stuff go check that out number two are you ready for this i'm ready we have a friend who put out another book his name's dan scott i in my context of ministry that i work in um this book was incredibly helpful to me, and it was called Caught in Between. It's about middle school, preteen ministry and how to do it well. Caleb's, like, wanting me to talk about, like, history books and biographies that he knows I've read. I'm just giving you the practical <laughs> books that I've read. I, have, I will give you a couple honorable mentions. <laughs> Number one, Irresistible by Andy Stanley. Very controversial book. A lot of people have uh, very strong opinions about Andy in this book. I don't, game changer. I don't care. It's a game changer. You need to go. You need to read it. You ready for my honorable mentions? Yes. Honorable mentions. Wait, I, wait, 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 wait. We need to go back to Irresistible. Oh, for the love of God. All right. What's it about in case someone hasn't heard about it? Okay. If you haven't heard about the controversy, don't Google it. <clears throat> don't do it. No, listen to Carrie Newhoff's interview. <laughs> listen to Carrie. Yes, Stanley. listen to yes. If you want to, if you want to find out about it, listen. And, and we'll link to that in the show notes. We'll link to that in the show notes. So, Irresistible is a book that Andy wrote about um, why the Christian faith today seems to be so resistible. But when we read the Bible, when we read the Book of Acts in particular, when we look at church history of the couple of centuries after Jesus went back to heaven when he went, when he, after he was dead and, and rose from the dead and went back to heaven. 
people died because of this faith. And he's like, well, this doesn't make sense. Why is it so resistible today? And he looks at it, and, and he breaks it down, and he, he makes very compelling, great arguments for this. Yep. And I'm sure that this is in Caleb's list, too. He can pontificate about it later. Honorable mention number one. I read a biography about Leonardo da Vinci. Actually, that might be my favorite book of the entire year. However, it didn't make the list because it wasn't the most useful book. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, I, love, I love that book. It goes literally, it goes through um, Leonardo's entire life. And it talks through his whole life. Um, great learnings from that. Uh, a lot of things I didn't know about him. A lot of things I didn't know about the Renaissance that I learned. Um, great stuff. Love, 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 love it. Um, Extreme, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Yes, sir. You just need to read that book. That book will challenge you in a lot of ways. Jocko, I mentioned his podcast earlier. Jocko is a former Navy SEAL who was uh, a commander over a force during um, the Battle of Ramadi, which was one of the bloodiest battles of the Iraqi wars about 10 years ago. And he, he just is an unbelievable person. Um, I love listening to him talk. He's very motivational. Um, you need to check that out. My third honorable mention, David Goggins just came out with a book. You need to read it. That is all. What's it called? Forget what it's called off the top of my head right now, but just Google David Goggins and you'll find his book. Look in the show notes for it. It'll be there. Just check it out. I listened to, I listened to, the, to it. I'm going to buy it. Check it out. Caleb. Are we ready? Are we all ready for this? Because this is about to get for real. The nerd is about to go into his library. The nerd has been out. Okay, so here is my list for 2018. I do, I do have to add um, a caveat um, about this, too. I honestly do not feel like I did a very good job of reading this year. Um, people may look at the quality. Now, don't get me wrong. I've read a lot of books. I don't think I've read a lot of great books that I've really enjoyed. And you've talked about this to me since probably July. Yeah. And so I, uh, now the books I'm going to say, these are great books, but normally oh, yeah. I have a really hard time picking out my great books. Um, usually what I would say is, usually what I would say is go look at Caleb's Instagram, but Caleb took a different approach this year. He didn't want to do the Instagram thing. No, I actually stopped doing the Instagram thing and I've only started posting books that I really enjoy reading right now. But here are some of my favorite books from this year. First one, Culture Code mm. by Daniel Coyle. Mm -hmm. It's all about how to build a strong culture. And he looks at all the different cultures. One of, one of the things that really interested me uh, and made me want to buy the book is he took a look at the San Antonio Spurs culture, which is an NBA basketball team. And they've been successful for 20 years. They've won like five championships. Over that, over that span, um, one of the great insights that I've taken from that is the importance of making people safe, making people feel safe whenever it comes to culture and that people won't perform at their best unless they feel safe and they feel protected um, by their boss, by their leader. 
And the next thing, the next book is a book called Dream Teams by Shane Snow. So good. And we've talked we talked with Shay, Shane earlier on um, in the pod or earlier in year. this year. Yeah. For the podcast. And really just the whole book is phenomenal. One of my uh, things that I took away from that is that the more diverse your team is, the stronger your team is because of multiple perspectives, multiple per- points of view means that you have a you have a greater knowledge base, which means you're able to tap onto more knowledge. But if your team is more um, if your team is all people who have the same background um, and stuff like that, you really only have about one mind's worth of knowledge because you're not pulling from different experiences. Uh, the next one is Irresistible by Andy Stanley. And this is like we were talking about earlier. It's a phenomenal book. I think it is critically important to the church and for us um, to read it and to take it very, very, very seriously. The next one that I have is called I'm Still Here by Austin Channing Brown. And um, Austin is phenomenal. Um, She writes about her experience as a black woman and the racism that she's experienced, what what life is like. And how it's different for a black woman than for a black man. Yes, it is. Um, It's a very, it's a very, um, it's an emotional book. It's a very moving book. And the ending is unbelievable. The ending is very, um, very powerful. Mm -hmm. And I highly recommend it to anybody. One of the best books that I've read this year. And then my final book that I want to recommend is called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. You've talked about this a lot. This was impactful for you. It was. Um, And I was just recommending this book to somebody. They were asking me a book that I would recommend. And I highly recommend this one. Kind of the point of it is that um, is that you know we we tend to want to avoid the obstacles, challenges that we face in life. And Ryan Holiday writes about this idea of um, of that we shouldn't try to avoid them, but we should try to go directly through our obstacles. And it's really based around this one quote from Marcus Aurelius. And the quote is this, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way comes the way. And you have to go through whatever your, one, whatever your challenge is, whatever your obstacle is, whatever your trial is, in order to experience triumph. So those are my books of 2018. So, Todd, we've been reflecting a lot on 2018. Here's the thing I want to ask you. We must look forward to learning about or experiencing in 2019. Um, <clears throat> so I, I'm looking forward to a couple things. One, I'm looking forward to learn more about jujitsu. Um, it's just fun. I'm enjoying it a lot. But I, I'm really looking forward to, to continuing to learn. It's really a, an art that requires um, a lot of practice, a lot of um, different skills that you combine together to be able to do things. That's one of the things I'm really looking forward to learning more about. One of the other things I'm really looking forward um, to learning more about is business. In 2019, I have all sorts of ideas, and I'm starting to combine things and really get things going to put together um, my first business. And so I'm super excited to continue to learn about that. 
here's my fun one. Um, Columbus. So I've recently moved down to Columbus and I don't drive an hour and a half one way anymore, guys, by the way. That's the, um, the end, that's the end result of that. Um, I don't drive an hour and a half one way. I don't spend three hours in the car anymore. Um, I'm exploring Columbus. I'm learning Columbus and what it means to live next to a, a big city. So just enjoying that and continuing to, to grow and, and, and learn about big city life, which is super fun. Your turn. Okay. Dag, you're it. I already talked about one of them. I want to become better at um, choosing, my, choosing the books that I read mm-hmm. and becoming more intentional with that. Um, do you want to hit a home run every time, or can it be just, what do you want? Do you want a base hit? Do you want a double? Do you want to average a double every time? I just want to be, I don't want, uh, <laughs> I don't want to feel the pressure that I mm. have to read a book. I want to read books. I'm okay if I read a book um, and I just stop, but I don't want to cave into the pressure of, I feel like I have to mm. read this book. Mm-hmm. I think another one for me is, uh, getting better at uh, establishing a physical training routine for me and getting healthier physically and having a healthier lifestyle. Another one I want to work on is, um, is becoming a better writer mm. um, and my grammar skills, which are not super good, <laughs> <laughs> but working on improving that, I want to um, do some more writing in the future. I'm consuming a lot of content and I want to create some, some more stuff and then the final one is uh, getting better at, um, at giving myself grace. There you go. I find myself being really hard on myself um, a lot of the time and just being okay with, <coughs> with where, we, where I currently am, whether it be in my work or just wherever. Yeah. Being okay and giving myself grace that we haven't met are the ideal or we ha- we're not perfect. Yep. So those are our reflections on 2018 and what we've learned in 2018. Let us know what you've learned in 2018. You can hit us up on Instagram at the learners corner or on Twitter at learners podcast. We have a phenomenal 2019 planned for you. And uh, Todd, how about give us, Give us a tease of what's to come in 2019 on the podcast. Well, we have some very fun friends who we're probably going to be bringing back. I don't know. People like Stephen Brewster, maybe. Stuart Hall. Friends. Maybe we'll call up Sarah Bragg. Awesome interviews from friends. Who knows? You might be seeing them. You're also going to see some new faces. We have some new people who we're going to be bringing on. And, of course, we're going to continue to try to talk about topics that are totally relevant to, to what's going on, um, in, including all of the controversial things that we like to talk about, too. <laughs> exactly. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. My name is Caleb Mason. My name is not Caleb Mason. It's Todd Ball. And until next time, keep learning and keep growing. Deuces, y'all.